So uh, I just want to let you guys know I've been reading a horror book in Braille. Um, and something bad is going to happen. I can just feel it. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that's a I, good one. I found that on Facebook and and saved it just for today. That, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> but the other joke that I said before we started recording, uh, I told that to my wife, mm-hmm. and she's a nurse, so she's like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then I, I gave the line, and she's like, "I hate you." So, <laughs> yeah, that's huge. so how many times do your wives tell you that they hate you? Uh, it's way more often than I care to admit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced she might actually hate me <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that makes me know that she has to love me because i drive her insane and she stays we could do an whole episode on things we do to annoy our wives i exist <laughs> we'll call it dumb ways to die <laughs> dumb ways to die she tells me that at least twice a week <laughs> usually as i'm scaring her or something like that <laughs> like but she's so cute when she gets scared. She doesn't like the fact that I say that she's cute when she gets scared. But <laughs> I think it's hilarious. You the uh, talk about the Braille. You know that there are drive-throughs that have Braille. Like, yeah, that is so through. concerning. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I pointed that out uh, at an ATM, at like a drive-through ATM, and my wife was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Yeah, and also, I have so, questions. So, uh, you guys ever noticed that Walgreens is always on the corner of a street? Yes. Yeah. In my town is one of the few Walgreens that is not on a corner. <gasps> Would they overtake? Uh, I don't know. It's it's all it's been there since I moved here. Um, Had to be something else first. They kind of made a corner, but it's not. It's not a road. It's like it's a it's like a T like not a full intersection and, and they just kind of, they're like, this is a road. It's like, no, it's not Walgreens. Quit lying. Yeah. They're literally considered a corner store. So it should always be at an end. Cause it's on the corner of healthy and happy. You're, you're- Do you guys know what made Walgreens get so big? I heard the, <laughs> the story, pharmacy? but I don't remember what the pharmacy, but why? Uh, cause they sold cocaine. Nope. Okay, because they sold booze. Oh, during prohibition, they went from like a couple hundred stores to like ten thousand stores, because mm-hmm. the only way you could get alcohol legally was a prescription from a doctor. So several doctors were just writing prescriptions, and they would have to go to Walgreens. Mm-hmm. So one of the only places you could get booze was Walgreens. Uh, it's like one of two pharmacies in my town. I love there's, Walgreens. There's Walgreens, and then there's a locally owned one. Uh, I love our Walgreens. Holding on, right? No, the other one's like overtaking Walgreens. Oh wow! Yeah, if you only got yeah. two, the mom and pop shop tends to take over and keep it. So I don't. I I go to Walgreens because the um, the mom and pop shop, like my my wife's uncle, owns it. He's the one of the pharmacists. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, Callie had an ear infection. And so we went and, you know, like they always give, um, amoxicillin for ear infections. Well, I picked it up and I went to give it to her and noticed something was wrong with it. 
It was a powder. Amoxicillin is meant to be suspended in liquid. Had I not known that it shouldn't have been a powder, I could have overdosed her. Oh, yeah. If you give straight amoxicillin, it's got to be broken down. Yeah. That's not good. I I called them up and I was like, hey, you guys forgot to suspend this. And they were like, oh, we're about to close. So if you want to just bring it in tomorrow, I was like, no, you're staying there. I'm coming up there and you're fixing it. Mm -hmm. Yup. Yeah, we do, but uh, that's off topic. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's still terrifying, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so everyone, scaring things. <laughs> welcome to another episode of As Ghost as It Gets, uh, the Halloween podcast where three dads talk about scary stuff. Um, I am your, your host, uh, Larry Skellington. And with me today are uh, David Pumpkin and uh, John. John. <laughs> I think that's like the third time you've done that. I'll always panic when I get to John. But wasn't David Pumpkin like a an SNL thing? I have he no made clue. a new one. With he Tom Hanks just made a new one. Yeah. Was it David Pumpkin? Um, I think so. I'm gonna look it up. Hang on. It's, it's amazing. It, it, it is the exact same skit, just new people. Yeah, it's David Pumpkin, David S. Yeah. Pumpkins, and it, he he still makes it work. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks. Oh, he's a national treasure. But uh, so today's episode, we're following the Halloween, uh, I guess the October theme here, it's and season. we're Ooh. going to be talking about. Um, just Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. So I told you guys before we started recording that um, I have a story that that is kind of the the reason why that uh, we sh- we should talk about this. So when I was a kid, about five years old, uh, I stayed up pay- way later than everybody else. Everybody was asleep, so I turned on the TV, and I find an interesting movie about a good guy doll. Um, and I watched it because, Hey, dolls are, are fun, right? No. Five-year-old me discovered, uh, child's play <laughs> traumatized me. And my sister had a good guy like doll. Oh, like, no. it, it was a doll. Uh, it was, it was a, my buddy doll, uh, red hair and everything. Still scared the ever loving crap out of me. So Mm -hmm. in my like little five-year-old brain, I was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of this doll before it kills me. Yep. I (laughs) grabbed the doll, hide it in, in random places. Like one time I hid it behind the toilet because I was like, yeah, he's behind the toilet. He's not going to get me. He's he's stuck there. Solid logic. Uh, Solid logic. So in my head, I was getting rid of him. Mm -hmm. What was really happening was my mom was finding the doll in random places and putting it back where it belonged. (laughs) So to me, this doll kept returning no matter what I did with (laughs) (laughs) it. 
Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> she. So in this case, she accidentally traumatized you. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. its own like you know daytime horror movie, like suspenseful movie in itself, right there. Yeah. It, it was. It was very scary and uh, like. I don't know. I, I child play child's play is, is like one of those movies that still gets me as an adult. And I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like when, um, when my daughter was, uh, like first born when she was newborn, I got parental time off. My wife didn't. Um, so I was trying to stay awake throughout the day because I was so sleep deprived. Um, that, what me and, and Callie would do would be we would ho- like pick a theme. I, w- I would pick a theme. You say you guys would do it together. You would both choose as she's a newborn. Yes, I, <laughs> honestly, at that time I was like, "Do you want to watch this?" She'd make a sound. Be like, okay. Um, so one day we had an entire uh, theme TV show, movies of Evil Dead, and she like she would fall asleep anytime anybody would start getting murdered. She would just like pass out to the screams <laughs> uh, and she's she's now not afraid of anything like nothing scares her uh but we try to avoid scary movies with her mm-hmm. because i don't want that situation of child's play to happen to to that happened to me to happen to her that's fair uh, so, do you guys have any any like horror movie fiascos i'm Trying to remember, so I have two older siblings, right? Mm-hmm. And um, my brother was five years older than me, so he was into things, you know, way before I should have been. So, like an example, I watched like Wayne's World and things like that way before I should. Wayne's have been. World, Wayne's World, part time, he a, excellent. He went through a phase with that, but he also, you know, Big Brother wanted to show me things I shouldn't have seen. So I'm trying to remember if I saw. Friday the Thirteenth or Critters Two first. Critters didn't think, scare me. I want to think. Well, I I only remember one thing, and I know it was Critters Two because I got found out later. It's that giant ball scene. <laughs> Just the uh, hundreds of critters into a giant yeah. furry ball of gnashing teeth, running people over, and leaving nothing but a bloody red skeleton in its wake. I'm pretty sure that was my first, and it's just. You know, you, you watch that as a little kid, probably three or four years old. And I'll then time I was anywhere that I, I actually remember being in my parents' car at night, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, where your feet are supposed to go was pitch black. <laughs> You're like, nope. So I'm I've riding there with my you know knees up by my you know shoulders, just being like, mm, no, I'm not putting my feet down there, no. <laughs> Uh, that just reminded me, um, what was, uh, nightmare on Elm street. Mm. I wouldn't sleep on a waterbed for ages because of that movie. (laughs) So I've tried to like horror movies. I just don't get it. (laughs) I I like certain horror movies. I do not like horror movies that are excessively realistic. Right. So the only one that's ever gotten me was paranormal activity. Yeah, I got bored of that movie. That first one, that like, first one was creepy because a lot of people I, thought it was real. Oh, so, I just got halfway through and I was like, nothing has happened. So what and happens I, with me in like every single horror movie is I just logic it to death, and I'm just like, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, that doesn't make sense. Well, that doesn't make sense. 
so there's one there's paranormal one. activity though there's yeah. not a whole lot of illogical in it yeah well i mean the fact that it's like when they put the the flower down and the the demon steps on it it looks like big bird's feet <laughs> i didn't see that <laughs> i, didn't see I that was like far. dang it's big bird like that one uh, that one got me other than that yeah. though even growing up i'm just like I'm okay like i just don't get it uh insidious is is a good one that you should watch because I, I've been told not to see that one. So I'm that like, is I'm the only to... movie my wife refuses to watch because it, it terrifies her. Yeah. Um, and th- there's a scene that messes with me too. So like in, in the movie, uh, the guy finds a bunch of like old tapes, um, like films and he's watching them because he moved into, he's a, he's a, an author for like uh, crime books and he moved into a house where a family was murdered. So he's looking at these films and it's like, it's people getting killed in different ways. And the one that messes with me is the family is all tied up and they're laying in the yard. And then you see the lawnmower just mow them down. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I slipped. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It's man. It, yeah. Um, that messed with me. Yeah. I don't, I don't need those images in my head, which is why I don't watch things that are excessively real. Like, you show me, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah. And Johnny Depp's getting pulled into the bed. It's like, I can look at that and be like, oh, that's fake. That's actually kind of cool how they did that. I can enjoy that because I'm more interested in how they got the shot. Yeah. Than on if it looked real or not. I'm like, that's fake. I'm having fun now. But if they make it look too real, my brain is just like, nope, I don't need this. I'm done. I say, I just remember my dad getting disappointed, like when he wanted me to watch horror movies, thinking it was gonna like freak me out as I was growing yeah. up, and I'm just like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, if um, you logic your way through them, it, it does kind of take the fun out of it. I can't help but, but think that way, apparently. So I'm just like, all right, to. Uh, to a child, though, you they're not creatures of logic. Yeah. They're right. creatures of emotion. Um, and they don't know what's real and what's potentially That's real totally fair. Yeah. I see that with my kids. Yeah. Like, like I know my daughter is not going to be able to handle nearly what my son can handle now. Mm-hmm. And she's still not ready for it. And he'd be like, <laughs> all right, that's fine. Like, <laughs> so for, for my daughter, like, some of the movies that we found that are appropriate for toddlers... Uh, she loves Hocus Pocus one and two. Yeah, uh, I, I was. Do you realize how creepy that movie actually is, though? I was worried about <laughs> it because creepy. of the part where uh, where Billy um, comes out of the grave and he's a zombie and everything. I was like, that's going to give her nightmares. No, she loves it. She thinks he's funny. Mm-hmm. Man, they literally sing "Come Little Children" <laughs> so yeah. they can like eat them. Like, yeah. oh, like when I actually listened to the words of the song, I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that they trick him to go into the uh, the oven and they just burn them alive. <laughs> yeah. and, and the book like, is like yeah, made out of flesh. <laughs> yeah, so that movie. Uh, I can't. That movie creepy. There it are is. creepy moments that you're like. Every once in a while, you'll watch something that's produced by Disney where you have to step back for a moment and just be like, "Damn, Disney, that's dark." How how they get that? How they sneak that through? <laughs> yeah. It's like one in every whatever. He's like ninety eight percent is family friendly, and then you just get that one little thing. It's like, dang. Yeah, and and so even even the movies that are meant for kids um, mm-hmm. are are kind of creepy to an extent. Uh, they have uh, 
which Airbud spawned off the whole like buddy series. Um, <laughs> so they have a, yeah, they have a, uh, so much suffering. uh, a spooky buddies where it's like the, the buddies, um, they, they find a ghost. Mm-hmm. And so they have to try and save the ghost from the Halloween hound. Um, and it, I regrettably have seen this. Yeah. Yeah. So that Halloween hound is kind of creepy, actually. A little. Uh, and, and my daughter loves that movie. They they also have a uh, uh, like ghost dog show. Yeah, I don't I've know also what it regrettably is. seen that. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but my daughter, like anything with dogs, my daughter's bound to love. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things. We did watch uh, the Simpsons Halloween specials the other day. Oh, those are always fun. I mean, they get you a get- little dark sometimes. <laughs> Have you guys seen, um, was it Spookily, the square pumpkin? No. It's, it's like a toddler one. And <laughs> it drives my daughter's dad absolutely insane. And you can only watch it in the month of October. And he thought he finally got away with it uh, when Scarlett got older. And then one time when he was over here, I made him, her play it for Julian. And then he came over and saw it in his big dramatic. Oh, now she is 10 and she still makes him watch that just because she knows <laughs> it drives him insane. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, that's what you get for making me watch Star Wars. Cause like she could care less about Star Wars, so oh, you got to kick her out now. <laughs> she Sorry. ten, she could care less. I don't care. You're gonna my have to. my son is the same way with Star Wars, unless it's the Empire. He loves anything Empire. That's a that's a red flag there. <laughs> <laughs> my son also loves all villains. It doesn't really matter what it is. Yeah. He literally there's a show Thundermans, and there's all of these superheroes, and he literally wants to go as the main bad guy. Oh, that's what you posted about. Yeah, Dark Mayhem. Okay. I was oh, like, I don't know what this is from. Not a, I know of the show, but that is the And say, so, you know how hard it is to find a costume that is like from some middling show 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that slowly is, being phased out. That is trifficult. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um, but so some things that like you'll want to consider when uh picking a show for your child mm-hmm. uh number one just kind of take their individual maturity into uh consideration yeah no two uh, kids are the same nope no i mean some children might be more resilient um and some you know could be less affected by horror movies like i know my daughter is very sensitive so we are pausing still to have her watch harry potter because the first okay movie would be the first movie would be okay. Yeah. The second one I think would be okay. Yeah, when you get by the like time you get to the third four, one, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna get to her. <laughs> I mean, like once once uh with the first one, there's literally literally a man connected to the back of another man's head. Yeah, but you that can one's tell still a lot more childish that. and not as realistic. I, I think one oh, through yeah. even three, three starts to push it, but you can kind of squeak through three. But yeah, after that, you really can't do it because she is sensitive. Yeah, now my son Julian, he could care less. He, he'd watch it and love it right now. He's mm-hmm. five, she's 10. 
Callie no two kids care. are the same. <laughs> They're not. Um, but another thing to look for content rating. Um, you know, like they, they say PG 13, you know, for a reason, uh, people have assessed that this might not be suitable and, and they even give content, uh, content. was it? Viewer discretion yeah. on it. So, well, when you're looking at that, look why it's rated that way. Yeah. Cause you can have some terrible movies that are PG 13, a ton of sex scenes. And as long as it doesn't say the F word, they're like PG 13. Yep. <laughs> it's um what was the movie? Um die the last die hard movie or the second to last one, Live Free or Die Hard. They did a uh theatrical release where he doesn't say just the F word. That's it. And it's PG thirteen. And then as soon as they did then they did the unrated version because that was rated R. And then that's when he finally said the F word, which the main line in the movie is yippee ki mother. I thought thought PG-13s could use one and get away with it. Nope. But they can show nudity. They can show sex scenes, but they can't say the a swear word. They can't say the the, the F word. That's too much. They can have one. No, they can have one. Yeah, yeah, the ruling came out to be one f bomb in the PG thirteen movie. That's what I thought. Cause I remember there was a whole game online a while back where they were like taking PG thirteen films before that ruling was allowed and just being like, okay, what would be the best spot to put the one f word in these films? We you know, just having fun with it. We really, as a society, put way too much focus on swear words and how bad they are like they're like i get it but it's still like yeah. when you see like the violence and stuff like that that's oh, yeah. those pg-13 but yeah. then you say the f word and it's not <laughs> no but blowing up helicopters and killing 30 people that's fine it is as long as you don't show it too much like you can you can hint you, you just it can't show day. like the blood and gore but you can yeah. still like you clearly know but that's fine you can shoot them full of holes as long as they're not Listen, bleeding everywhere. I don't get it. Um, hang on. So let's see what this movie's rated. Uh, it's like so, there can't be so much gore and stuff like that, but all the killing and everything is fine. Fine. Mulan is rated G, and she murdered an entire mountain. Yeah, that's true. So, All right, so geez, me and my I wife were talking about that one the other day because it's my daughter's favorite, and I don't get how that one's rated G. She does have the highest body count of any princess. She has the only body count of any princess. Does she? Yeah, I don't think any other princess has killed anybody. I don't that you know I of. Look at I don't know, man. Did you, do you know the real story about the Little Mermaid? <laughs> I so the Little Mermaid has well no she didn't kill him Prince Eric d- killed uh, uh, Ursula. No, in, in the drove, original in the original story, it talks about the uh, you know the mermaids luring the sailors into the rocks so they could take them and drag them down to yeah. the city and everything. Like that's quite a body count because they talked but, about decorating the roads with the sailors' bodies. In in the Disney Little Mermaid, uh, Prince Eric was the one that crashed the ship into Ursula, killing her. Um, so yeah, watch uh, watch out for content rating. Um, mm-hmm. 
And another thing to do before, um, so any anything potentially harming to to a child, like any new movies, I would say like watch it first. Always watch it first. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's uh, like My Little Pony, watch it first. <laughs> like even, even once it's a, once it's a certain certain rating, uh, watch it first. Um, yeah. And it, especially if it's some of those older things. You know, the older films and older TV yeah. shows where you're just like, oh, this is a cutesy little thing from the 1950s. How bad can this? Oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I can't believe they got away with that. Yeah. Because of the stuff they do back then. Watch Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, now Disney man. Disney does have a lot of warnings. Before. Yeah. At the front of it. But even back yeah. then, you're like, how did you think that was okay? Yeah, or because like, it was normal at the time. Yeah. There also are some uh, films from way back when where there were like live action that have costumes that just, you know, back then they were doing the best they could, but they come out looking really horrific. Yeah. You know, stuff like uh, that or movies that aren't that are traumatic that weren't supposed to be traumatic. The Return to Oz. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's a fever. Dream. <laughs> um was the labyrinth i'm i'm not gonna let my my daughter watch that because of david bowie's dong <laughs> uh, there's a drinking so, game that goes along with that david you look confused i uh, i don't think i've ever actually watched that one so in the labyrinth uh it's got jennifer conley uh and david bowie it's a great movie i love the movie mm-hmm. but in the movie Jennifer Conley, who I think at the time is underage, she's like 16 in real life. Yeah. Uh, she is babysitting her brother and she like gets annoyed because she's a dramatic teenager mm. and she, she wishes for the Goblin King to take her brother away. And David Bowie, who plays the Goblin King, shows up wearing tights Very, that leave yeah. nothing to the imagination. <laughs> you can see every line of that dude's wiener yeah <laughs> and he's like just hanging around and is like right in people's faces uh i'm not ready to have that discussion with my daughter um so she will not be watching <laughs> also the beginning when they show her like go back into the bedroom and the goblins are still in the room hiding and those yeah. goblins are realistic looking and like yeah that's a creepy scene right there Cause they're all like Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. Is it a Jim Henson movie? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're like actual, like he, he was a big advocate for uh, practical effects. So they're, they're actual puppets and, and everything like that. So they, they look real. They look real. You got the, uh, you know, whatever the little head popping up and it's got the light reflecting off the eyes. You have yeah. the eye shine, everything is, I don't know why I shine. The, the hands that are like lowering her down. My favorite's the cracked out dog, uh, Sir Didymus. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, Ambrosius. <laughs> yeah. Delusions of grandeur, the entire movie. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I love that thing. David, you need to watch it. Oh my Not God, with your David. kids around. My heavy. Yeah, watch you guys right say I now. need to watch. I'm yeah. terrible with pop culture. No, this is so uh, old. Yeah. This is like what late seventies, early eighties. It's eighties. Yeah. At some point, that was considered pop culture. I probably don't know it. 
I tried to play that trivia game at like a bar one time with a bunch of friends, and then they like halfway through, they're like, "Get out of here! You're terrible." Yeah, Jim Jim Hansen <laughs> with uh, Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, two yeah, movies like- by Jim Hansen. So you think kids made for kids that have traumatic moments in them? They really do. Yeah. Um the the Skeksis are like, is that what they're called, Skeksis? If it's not, it's really close. The okay. weird vulture the, guys. Yeah, they're terrifying. Mm-hmm. Them and the uh, the crab minions that they have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, what is it? There is... Uh, Bear in the Big Blue House is kind of terrifying, too. That one I've, I dodged, but I've been told people like had nightmares about it. A little weird. Yeah. Bear in the, the Big Blue House, the show for kids yeah yeah the moon is terrifying um but another thing that you do have to consider is that um with certain movies that are released there are versions of the movie that are not meant for kids Hmm. example um i when the disney jack frost movie came out um, with Michael Keaton, I wanted to see it really bad. My parents went to the video store because video stores were around at the time. They rented what they thought was Jack Frost. It was Jack Frost, but it was a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't supervise me while I watched it. So I watched a snowman stab a woman in the bathtub. <laughs> that took a turn but there are yeah. they, they, there are a lot of times too where maybe it's not the exactly affiliated movie but somewhat some major you know corporation made a big movie and then somebody else was like oh i caught wind of this and i'm gonna make a spinoff cheap version and they're gonna release it like three weeks prior to yeah the normal movie so everybody yeah. rents it by accident and then you're like what did i just watch yeah, so i got burned on that more than once at the movie store so uh some more terrifying kids movies have you guys seen monster house yes oh there's no. multiple parts of that movie that are like Dang. that movie is terrifying yeah. but it, it has a very like sad ending it does um and then uh what else there was a Disney movie, Don't Look Under the Bed. Oh, I don't know that one. It's about a girl who, uh, she's a teenager. She like Weird things start happening. And then her imaginary friend from her childhood appears. And he's like, hey, all this bad stuff's happening because of the boogeyman. And like that show was just, or that, that movie was just, unnecessarily scary especially at the end when you realize that the reason things are becoming like the reason the boogeyman's created is because uh kids are forced to let go of their imaginary friends too early oh and imaginary friends of the boogeyman so her imaginary friend ends up becoming the boogeyman and like he turns around he's got sharp teeth like creepy eyes and he, he like attacks her and stuff like that and then she realizes what's going on wow um that oddly enough, the biggest problem people had with that movie was that there was an interracial kiss at the end oh, how dare from that. the imaginary friend and the girl. Like they weren't worried about uh, everything else. The trauma. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But oh my god, a black person kissed a white person. Yeah, <laughs> that was the biggest problem people or had with that movie. Black guy kissed a white girl. That's what the issue is. Um, but another movie. Do you guys? Did you guys ever watch the Ernest movies? <laughs> I know what Ernest saves Christmas. Oh. Ernest goes to camp. Well, Ernest scared stupid. Howdy, Vern. You know what I mean, Vern. <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid was the most terrifying kids movie ever. They actually used one of the costumes from Killer Clowns from Outer Space in that movie. Well, all clowns are creepy. They don't have to be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They still don't. But they they just repainted it, and they were like, "It's a troll." Like, no, it's it's a it's a scary costume. So it's clearly a clown that's trying to hide as a troll because that's better than a clown. But that movie taught (laughs) us that you can defeat any evil with milk and love. Milk and love. Yeah. So if you love milk, you're unstoppable. (laughs) No, I'm never going to leave the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a troll. (laughs) That's what it is. I will turn into a troll, the bathroom troll, and I will never leave it. It's coming full circle. This is this is my house. This is where I live now. Ironically, you mentioned the killer crimes outer space. I just rewatched that the other day. It's fantastic and terrible at the same time. Yes. I haven't seen it since I was probably in middle school. And it was just like, (laughs) oh good God, what am I watching? (laughs) Uh, Another laughed so hard. Another movie that I will not not let my daughter watch, um, Coraline. Oh, we my son's seen that one. That that movie is scary. It to has me. a really creepy <laughs> moment. And it really like, does. Whoa. But uh, yeah. he was fine with it. Really? Yeah. I, 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 uh, my, my son is a hit or miss when it comes to scary <laughs> things. What will mess with him and what he'll laugh off. So still the best movie, though, for any, for the month of October, it has to be Remember the Titans. Because October is for football, not Halloween. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I mean the the the, the, uh, the the one that has to happen every October in our family is the Nightmare Before Christmas. That movie's terrifying, but it's great. And I, my brother-in-law is obsessed with that movie. If you get like that's we we get him little trinkets for that every single year for Christmas, <laughs> and he loves it. You have to understand when you watch that movie that what they were going for, they were trying to portray scary as in not intending to harm you scary it was just scary for scary sake that everything in there is not trying to kill you it's just but it, it was like some of the stuff was trying to kill the kids that they gave them gifts well that was an ex- accidental they just got carried away <laughs> and no, <laughs> but, no uh, one actually died so that's that's a uh, another good point to to make um, when you're watching these movies or before you're watching the movie, mm-hmm. have a discussion with your kid yes. about what they're going to see um, during the movie. Ask them if they're okay. Like, don't make them seem like they have to watch these movies to appease you. Yes, it you know, I mean, yeah. We, Are you good? Are you good? Yeah. We just watched. Um, my son and I watched the uh, first live action uh, Adams Family, the '90s one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think it was once or twice where something came up, and I was like, "You're okay with that, right, buddy?" He's like, "Yeah, this is fine." But it's the same category where it's my my when my son was little, and we would see the uh, decorations in the yards and everything, and he would get a little unnerved by them. I would be like, "That's fine, buddy. It's not real. It's spooky. It's fun, right?" 
And then he'd be like, oh, spooky. You know, and then he would like, you know, walk up to it and be like, it's fun. It's like, yeah, it's fun. He's like, okay. So now things like Adam's family, it's spooky. It's fun, yeah. scary. And now he's just like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, but I, I think, uh, like open communication about like any, any questions they might have about the movie they're watching, um, you know, oh, there's, there's like, I, I think in, uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, there's a lot of, of like euphemisms or, or portrayals of each, how each person died. Um, I mean, kind of. You'd really have to start digging. So it's like with the it. with the mayor. It's like his neck was broken. That's why you can turn his head around. Yeah, but they don't come out and say um, that. It's kind of one of those things that no. you think back to it later and you can realize that. Yeah, but um, I don't think a five year old. I hope a five year old isn't catching on to that right away. I hope so. But no, like be be open about their anxieties and fears, and don't try to downplay them. Like if they're scared, let them express that they're scared and and you know be like we can stop this if you want like no harm no foul yeah. you can always stop it at any time my son knows yeah. how to turn off the dvd player so we can hit that button right now um and another another good way to uh to build up to those like scarier movies is uh gradual exposure like start out with nightmare before christmas and and um like build up to uh Coraline and and uh Ernest scared stupid i, I still uh, have to laugh at that one but yeah <laughs> that movie is terrifying is, i don't care uh, what you say no no it's just because of the other Ernest movies yeah i just yeah, um too silly I'm also convinced that John Cena should be Ernest. Now. Yes, because he is just a buff Ernest at this yeah. point. That man aged Jim, like milk. Jim Varney. <laughs> Jim Varney was pretty in shape. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, he looks more and more like Ernest every single year. He does. Um and he seems like the kind of person that you would want to hang out with. Yeah. Have you I, seen Suicide Squad? Yeah. Have you seen Peacemaker? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the entire series? No, I I forgot that there was a series. But when it's he talks so about funny. the starfish and he is completely deadpan about it, like, is that what this is? Yeah. They're like, no. He's like, okay. And he just moves on and it's just it cracks me up. He's like, all right. <laughs> He's like, Mario, that is not it. He he seems like the kind of guy that I would want to hang out with. We should get him on the podcast. Um so if anybody knows uh, <laughs> John, Cena, John Cena, well, they can't see him. I, I'll. I, good point. But, uh, <laughs> That's about the only thing I know about wrestling. <laughs> you know more um, than me. I, I know quite a bit. Uh, I actually got to meet The Rock before he was famous. Ooh. Was he the Pebble then? He was. Uh, I, I had a picture of with him. And I had a trash can that he signed and used, like, dented over somebody. Um, and uh, my mom threw it away. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, she was like, you don't need this this dented trash can. That could be worth but money. But it's lied by wrestlers. That could have been worth money. Uh, it could have been. Yeah. Somebody but uh, do, do you guys have any anything, any other suggestions for spooky stuff? 
I mean, like you were saying, just make sure that you pay attention to how the kids are feeling about it and definitely reinforce the fact that they don't have to watch it. Um, and just remind them that this is, you know, not real. This is all made up. Um, and then one of the things that I've done with my son, because not always think of the movies, just things in general, he has had nightmares afterwards, right? Nightmares mm-hmm. are upsetting. And how do we deal with nightmares? Well, I made the suggestion to him, think of a way to make whatever happened funny or how would you be able to defeat it? You can't do that while you're having the nightmare. But afterwards, while sitting there bothering you, just find a way to tweak that so it becomes funny. That's when yeah. they do the spell. Ridiculous. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're basically teaching your son to lucid dream. No, not why it's happening, but like <laughs> afterwards, the next day. Yeah. You know, like he had, um, a, he had a dream where him and his cousin got eaten by a shark. Okay, so how do, we, how do we turn that into a humorous situation? Well, I guess I could make the shark, you know, a giant rubber shark. It's like, yeah, now it can't bite you, can it? No. That's not. And just says, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, yeah. howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Fish uh, are our uh, friends, not food. But, you know, then um, he wasn't as bothered by that dream. Social, Social Loafer podcast has an entire episode on shark movies. <laughs> Just so you, you should let your son listen to that. And they, they have a lot of good facts about sharks. And my daughter would probably like that more than him. <laughs> um, that second born, man. Yeah, she, they, some, her and sharks, yeah. She is a shark. Pretty much. Uh, but uh, my daughter has started. So we've been, she's been starting asking to ask questions about uh, like my parents, which both my parents have passed away. Um, so I, we just explained to her, like my parents are dead. Mm -hmm. And one day I was, uh, I I was driving down the road and she was telling me about, uh, her grandfather. And she's like, he's dead. (laughs) He's telling me to do things. I was like, what is he telling you to do? Um, so you take that slow. It's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I I have expected to look into a mirror and see like a ghost of my dad yeah. or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's basically she's using this as a way to uh, tell like when she's doing something that I, she knows I don't want her to do. She's like, oh, but your dad said I could do it. Um, it's like, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know him know? better than you do. How do you know? Uh, okay, but yeah. somebody as a parent is not the same as somebody as a grandparent. Yeah. I've seen my dad as a grandparent. Okay. Just saying. They are yeah. not the same. So, like, mm-hmm. my mom was real strict with candy. She could care less with my kids. <laughs> She's like, have it all. Yeah, marshmallows galore. Yeah. Um, but, no, uh, I, I'm, I'm debating on if I should uh, – call a, an exorcist or something <laughs> <laughs> and it, it led me to uh to look how much exorcists cost um depending on depending on your location they can cost up to three thousand dollars but most catholic churches will offer exorcisms for free and accept donations to the parish of course they would yeah um so if you guys see me like 
hanging out on the ceiling next episode, you know that I've been possessed. Am I the only one that kind of wants to do that now and be like, just what is this about? (laughs) Just sit there all nonchalant. Like, how you doing? So (laughs) do do you splash me? I splash you. Like, what's this happening? Yeah, you guys tied my hands down. I can't splash you back. That's really rude. Why is this water burn? So I think um, ultimately the that is important to, as parents, to make... Okay, I got a warning. Um, but I think ultimately it's important to, as parents, to make informed warning. decisions. Why, why, hold on, wait. Why do you have a warning? Uh, it was like ser- server connection. I was going to say, what kind of, well, that's what not kind good. of warning are we no. having? I think, I think we got it. It's it's that uh, alert from like one eighteen. We had that national one that happened today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I know we got a ton of warnings on that. It still scared the ever loving out of me. Me because it happened two minutes earlier than I said it would. So I wasn't ready for it. I was completely locked in working on uh, uh, plant financials. And all of a sudden, my phone is sitting on the desk, and just, I about jumped halfway across the room. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody around me like it started in waves, yeah, um, and it just like encircled me, and then my phone went off. I had just left the office and gotten in my car, so I don't know what was better—me <laughs> being in my car with only one phone going off, but I'm driving, or leaving an office that was like forty, fifty phones, like you had, yeah. It was it was interesting because they didn't go off all at once. No. Yeah, they were staggered. Android took yeah. longer. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, sorry. I got um, a warning. Blame his computer. Now, Not my ADHD. Now we've dated this uh, episode recording. I'll edit it out. I'll probably forget to. But uh, ultimately, it's important as parents for us to make informed decisions about our child's. Um, unique and unique needs and and like their sensitivities. Um, Some children may be ready to handle horror movies um, earlier than others, but the main goal is to always prioritize your child's uh, emotional well-being and their comfort when making those decisions. Um, And I think that's uh, about as bad as it gets. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a rate and review. Your feedback fuels us and helps us reach more parents and make a positive impact on their lives. Are you looking for a daily dose of dad jokes? Follow us on Instagram, at asdadsdadgetspod. There you can find the latest dad jokes and keep up with the latest news and updates about our podcast. Also, do you have a parenting question or do you want to spotlight a dad? Reach out to us by email at asdadsdadgets at gmail.com.